Hey all you Trek Live crew members, this is Trek Live Dan. Just wanted to say thank you for dropping by the podcast feed. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is recorded live first on our YouTube channel, so definitely um, stop on by to join the discussion. Without further ado, enjoy the show. And we're live for episode 165 of Trek Live. How you doing this morning, Dan? Doing great. Excited to be back. Excited to talk about Star Trek. How you doing this morning? Doing well. I feel like um, I never ask you, and I should. I feel like I should. Ah, uh, you know, we're just so eager to get into it, you know. Yeah. And we we have this rhythm when we get <laughs> when we get rolling. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here too. Uh, we've been kind of uh, away from our usual uh, way of doing this for the last couple of weeks. Uh, last week I did a solo, just real quick. 25 30 minute rewatch recap and we had a pre-recorded episode two weeks ago so this is our first together actual live stream since like april 5th or 4th or something like that so feels good to be back into the normal flow of things Mm -hmm. and uh uh eager to talk about our topic today which is uh pretty broad and you know not like we're we're not talking about you know an episode or a series or a character it's really more about you know our own personal experiences with doing things like this and being engaged star trek fans um with you know interacting with other people and the community as a whole out there on the internet so eager to hear anybody else's feedback and thoughts on their experiences things they've learned lessons you know ups and downs uh we don't have a great plan in place for how we're going to tackle this topic right we didn't yep. we never really did we just kind of started a conversation we got things we got we want to talk about but yeah it's it's, yeah. it's going to be wide open yeah we're going to just see where it goes and if uh, i see cyber honey's here good morning uh anybody else pops in and shares their own thoughts or experiences that could send us down a rabbit hole that we didn't see coming and um so we encourage anybody out there watching to interact and share your thoughts um but before we do that as we always do uh and we haven't heard from you in quite some time um i couldn't even tell you i don't remember exactly where you were i think it was the the end of the season right end of season four yeah, I guess maybe that is probably the last thing we recorded. Uh, we did the the rewatch it's recap a long, season four, long, so I don't think we've ago. heard anything from you on season five. Okay, well, so a big. Where a, do you stand? I think a significant big jump for me, at least. I'm ten episodes in, and yeah, there you go. Right I ahead. didn't mean for that to happen, but just the way that the schedule worked out with stuff that we got going in our personal lives, and and having yeah. Bill do his own thing. So. Um, uh, there's definitely a mixed bag kind of early on uh, in this season. Um, there are some whiplash kind of uh, very highs and some, I think, some some very lows um, that maybe we'll talk about in the future. Um, yeah. But again, I think <clears throat> there's also, um, you know, so there's some lots of um, kind of different feeling episodes. Um that uh, kind of just reiterate that the, the thing that we talk about all the time is that Star Trek is a Swiss Army knife in that you could get the ship one week um, and then maybe the ascent uh, the next. Um, so I think that's the beauty of the season, uh, at least at the beginning. Um, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, yeah, uh, that's 
kind of about it. If <laughs> I, I mean, can, I can read through the episodes, but ten is is, is um it's kind of tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, the the, the um, Cyber Honey says the live stream just cut out. I'm not seeing that. I still have it playing on my end. So hopefully, maybe refresh your uh, your page, Cyber Honey, and hopefully it'll work. Um, I'm seeing it run on YouTube as I'm as I'm recording. Okay. Um, so I think we're good. Did tweaks uh, settings? So yeah. So Dan, I guess the, the the one that obviously comes to mind for me in that batch, like the classic that everybody talks about in that run of episodes, is Trials and Tribulations. So did that hold up for you? Is it as good as its reputation? It's as good as everyone says. It's so good, and it's. I know. I think the thing that I forgot about is the 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 one-liners and the little nuances that they kind of tip their hat to the episode and to TOS. Um, there's just so many to mention. Um, there's a good trio moment that that feels like Kirk, Spock, and McCoy um, between um, Doctor and Cisco and Dax. So it's it's all it's all really good. There's um, it's just it's really good. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I think it, it it captures like the uh, the charming, nostalgia, loving look back that a lot of fans, especially at that time in 1996, you know, were were feeling toward TOS. TOS was, you know, a few years off of being done. Done like 91 was Star Trek Six. So you're talking like five years since the last time that crew had been together. They were retired and it was like a completed you know story kind yeah. of with the, the original series by that point by a few years that so a uh, perfect time i think with the 30th anniversary at that uh, that was like their 30th anniversary sort of celebration episode uh and i think it captured that love of the original series about as well as you possibly could and certainly anything ever has um so totally find that to be a, a classic myself too mm-hmm. um so yeah and, so good. Yeah, and, but there's a lot. I love the ship. I, I think the ship is a really tense, uh, suspenseful, uh, claustrophobic episode that, you know, again, kind of does all Deep Space Nine stuff really well. Like, uses its cast, uses the kind of situations that Deep Space the Nine premise. allows the crew to yeah. put in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and really runs with those kinds of things. I, I just watched Starship Down yesterday, last night, the last episode. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah. Kind of, it it's kind of similar with, like, the the sort of combat kind of situation really sweaty down in the dirt or you know it, yeah repairing the ship kind of a thing uh very specifically deep space nine in in my mind um really strong episode so you're you're, you're really you know chugging along you're more than like a third through um, yeah this season already so i will be honest i saw uh in the past couple weeks you have been cruising through your rewatch so i was like i have, I have to keep up i don't want to get past so i, I and it, it makes it easy when when this season is, is um fairly strong or has some good really classic episodes in the first half for sure yep cool yeah, so for me, I'm I like you said, I've been moving pretty well. Last week, I kind of wrapped up uh, a big chunk of them. Uh, I think the last one I talked about on that stream was the visitor. Yeah. Um, so since then, I've watched uh, Hippocratic Oath, um, which we've talked about on the stream a couple of times because we just did the Space Nine season four. Uh, so we're kind of I'm kind of now getting into that territory of watching what we just talked about for you. Um, and I get to take some of those conversations from your experience into my own uh, fresh eyes, look at some of these episodes. 
totally agree with everything you had said. I really like the way that that uses the O'Brien and Bashir friendship and puts them up against it. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, puts them in their as far into their own corners as they can get. You, get, you put the doctor in a position where he sees a medical problem and wants to solve the medical problem, and you see Chief O'Brien get pushed into the, he's a soldier, this is a combat problem, this is a, we got to get the hell out of here situation, and he's going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. And you factor in that they're friends and have a personal connection, and that really ups the ante and yeah. the, uh, the tension level. So, good episode. Uh, I really like Rejoined a lot. Um Really, really sensitive, touching, uh, uh, you know, empathetic episode. Um, I think Terry Farrell's really, really good in that. Um, really puts Dax through the ringer and explores the Trill experience. Um, there were some episodes last season in season three, like e- Equilibrium and Facets, that do some things that I find really interesting, but I think this is a much stronger overall outing, uh, you know, more successful episode than those two are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, Starship Down is, yes. is, like I just talked about, really good, too. Uh, and then for Voyager, it's... I, I, the one thing that I, I'm kind of finding and I think I'm feeling more confident in is I think, for me personally, completely subjective statement coming here. <laughs> the early part of season two of Voyager, like the first ten episodes, might be the weakest run of episodes for me like across the whole thing like if you if you, if you just all of Voyager or, or all of all, all of Star Trek oh, um, okay okay yeah, okay I think like there's I just I got through the first 10 and I'm looking at it and I think there's one of the 10 that I would give like an uninhibited enthusiastic thumbs up to and it's projections the sort of doctor or hologram yeah um mystery box kind of episode i really love that that's a really good episode and then there are some like initiations the chakotay episode with aaron eisenberg is the young kazan i think that's fine i gave it a b minus on yesterday or last week's thing yeah um i give um is it a b minus because what it's around though or is it on its own do you think it's it can kind of stand alone stand alone I'd be lying if I said that maybe, maybe, especially knowing now, like when I get into this part of Voyager, like kind of knowing that some of it is a little bit of a slog for me, that because I have an easier time with initiations, maybe it does artificially bump it up a little bit. But yeah, I feel pretty confident in the B minus. I, I, okay. I, I always enjoy it. I liked it as a kid. I like a lot of the location photography in it. And mm-hmm. I think it gives Robert Beltran some cool things to do. Um, uh, Cold Fire, I gave that a B minus, but that's kind of like a guilty pleasure. Kind of a, a lot of people don't like that episode. I, I kind of find it to be a rompy, like goofy horror kind of um, leaning into the horror trope stuff, especially there at the end. Um, I, I like the way that it kind of goes for broke with some of the choices there at the end of the episode. Uh, so that's a B minus. But other than that, it's all like C plus or less. Uh, non sequitur, oh. I think, is a C plus. Uh, you got episodes like Twisted that I really am not fond of. I'm not huge on the 37s. Don't really love Persistence of Vision or Parturition. Like, there are things in these episodes that are not bad. I mean, I'm not giving, like, D pluses and Fs and things like that. Yeah. Um, they're, like, in that C range. They're, they're okay. It's a bunch of episodes that are they're all right. And, uh, you know, season two of um, Enterprise has a run there that I think people lock onto and say, look, this is what killed Enterprise. Like, this run where you get to, like, a night sick bay and there's, like, a run of episodes there that... It's, it's kind of similar. Patch, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of a rough patch. Yeah. A, a, a long gap between really strong 
episodes. Uh, and I think this is a longer stretch. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's not it's not unwatchable. And I, I, I yeah. enjoy being in the Voyager headspace. It's early in Voyager, and I'm, I'm loving being back on that ship with those characters. Um, so um, it's not torturous or anything, but I, I definitely, it occurred to me watching it, like, man, it's been a while since there's been one that I really was enthusiastic about. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of spread out um, in that early part of season two. Now, I think in my previous experience, I think season two hits a hits a point where it gets really good mm-hmm. pretty soon here. I think it hit about the halfway point. It gets more consistent. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, just another weird observation. Maybe it's another topic for another day. Yeah, like, I think so. I have some questions about it. But yeah. Or, or, yeah. But I mean, when you think about it, it's it's also going up against Deep Space Nine season four, right? Yes, that hurts too. That hurts too. Like that. So it just keeps compounding. But I think we'll we'll leave that at that because I think that would make a fun topic. But yeah, yeah and we're we're this is a long rewatch. Yeah. So but it's been a while since we did one, exactly. so there's a lot to cover. Yeah. We'll talk about. So let's um, and we had just a real quick some feedback in the chat. Uh, Jimmy seventy seven loving uh, throwing some love to trials and tribulations. So good, nice Jimmy. So good. Um, Cyberon, you didn't care for a cold fire. You are not alone. I found that out last night on Twitter. I think it's not a uh, an episode that's universally liked by any means. Uh, season two of the TNG, the S9 Voyager are good. In Cyberhoney's opinion, TOS and Enterprise are weak. Mm. Eh, debatable, I think, on, on the TOS part, especially for me. But one of the things that we're going to talk about here on our main topic of the day is kind of discovering and uh, embracing the diversity of opinion out there. Yeah. Um, so let's let's move into the uh, the sort of topic du jour uh, in, in our in our personal experiences with uh, putting ourselves out there as Star Trek fans. Uh, what this was kind of your idea, um, and this kind of fits along with uh, something that we wanted to start a while back. We did an episode way back, like maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, bigger than Trek, where we kind of talked about Star Trek in a bigger. You know, not specifically the Star Trek universe stuff, but you know what Star Trek does for us in mm-hmm. our personal lives, kind of a kind of yeah. an idea. What what drew what drew you to having this conversation? I just um, I don't know. I there was I was listening to a I don't know if some some podcast and they're talking about Star Trek community, uh, and it really got me thinking about and some of the, t- the topics or things that we'll talk about today is. How did we get in? What was your first experience um, with Star Trek community? How did you get into it? How did you um, did you have any good or bad experiences and things like that? And yeah, um, so that's kind of how I'll um, maybe that's first things to talk about. But um, first thing that I want to talk about is um, how I got into it. I don't know if um, I think I just tweeted a a. Uh, well, first off, I guess um, mm-hmm. I was in this the this kind of Star Trek community from just listening to podcasts in general, um, mm-hmm. and so just on Twitter, I kind of just tweeted out, and then you know Bill tweeted back, and I just started going this back and forth, and um, so Bill is kind of my um, kind of origin story to getting into, and then I started following other people, and then uh, I. <laughs> um, skipping ahead wanted to do the podcast obviously but um i think the the important thing is is um 
that's what I'm trying to make here. Is initially we can talk about more more stuff, but um, if you have something that you really love or your fandom is really large or something like that, you you kind of want to share it. And I didn't really realize that until I got onto, um, got into the um, you know Star Trek podcast game, the Star Trek. Um, uh, there was there's who's on Facebook, um, and then there's mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, so I think when you have something that you're so passionate about and you so and you love so much, it's like almost infectious. You want to be able to share it, and I think, yeah. uh, again, jumping a little bit forward in time, Trek Live is that's what it is. It's it's that's the beauty of it is is being able to share it, um, something that you absolutely love. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my initial thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, and I'm, I'm, I take pride in the fact that I responded to that tweet, and here we are, all these years later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that just goes to show, like, when you interact and you put yourself out there and you, you know, respond and you start a conversation, you never know what, yeah. what, what that could lead to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I totally echo the sentiment about fandom and like loving something I think there are two kinds of ways to experience that you can kind of do it quietly and in your own bubble and not really express it and just kind of have it be something that drives you personally which I experienced growing up I remember like my dad and my brother you know obviously Star Trek fans and so I had that like in my house to share some of that stuff with but beyond that I didn't really do it um it was it was very insular kind of experience uh for for me um and you know when sort of social media became a more active thing that people were jumping into and you know when i took the leap and tried it out for the star trek stuff it it kind of opened the door toward you know actually getting to you know share it and to express it in a way that was more open and um find people that you know, it saw it and experienced it and loved it the same way I did um, outside of my house. And that, you know, just was an eye opening. And it just changes the way that you view your own fandom, I think. I think it makes it more like, I don't, know, I don't, know if it, I don't want to say it like normalizes it, but it, it, I think it's, it's reassuring and it's comforting and it's, it's, it's empowering to see other people out there who are just as passionate about it and are kind of driven by it and it embodies who they are the same way that you know i've always kind of felt myself um so yeah on the most basic level i think that's what drives me to like drove me to start and to to start going down that road yeah and i think also i like to hear i like to hear people's fandom that that challenges mine as well um i like to i like i want my an episode to be flipped i i want to hear from what other people think about episodes um it's kind of the same thing but um yeah i i um it's also a part of it it's the community i think is so strong in that um if you have something that you show so passionate about and that, and another person has that same passion and that same love for something, it's so easy. It's, it's easier to make friends. And, and then that's kind of the same here. Like it's, um, I don't, I'm not, I don't say I'm not really an extrovert or so I, it's, it's easier for me to talk and, and, um, kind of make friends and, and build those friendships. Yeah. So, um, and that kind of, ties into the fact of why I kind of be, wanted to start a, a Star Trek podcast is because 
be able to find those friends and connections and, and hear from people's fandoms and things like that. But also, uh, it, it helps me um, make friends easier, re- like talk to people and talk in front of people and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that an, another kind of draw to this community is it's, it's, it's really easy to find that comfort zone. And, and when you're both passionate about something and both have this deep love for something, it makes it easier to talk and kind of become friends. So... Um, yeah. yeah, that's been the unexpected. I think when I started, you know, using Twitter is kind of where my gateway was for quite a few years before I put myself on camera and started doing this. Yeah. Track live. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I expected to get to know as many people as I have, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, I think in my mind started, it was more about like, responding to things, jumping into conversations, maybe sharing an opinion or two and, and kind of just being an observer and not necessarily a participant all the time. And I still kind of do that. I lay back a lot of the time and I, in some conversations I read more than I engage, but I, you're I'll, a contributor. I'll though. You're a contributor. I contribute. Yeah. To things. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I share what I'm watching and sometimes I'll ask a question or, you know, make a statement in, in an attempt to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly have, put myself out there in other ways over over the years with episode reviews and rankings and things like that but um the the unexpected surprise has, has definitely been the the personal connections and getting to know uh people from all over the world too like you, you know you know i feel like i have this I open a map and i have like little thumbtacks all over the country and in outside the country across the ocean where like, I know a person there I know a person here yeah um, and that's been a really cool experience too and uh, Jeff in the Twitter um, live stream uh, mentions it's something you kind of alluded to uh, fun to seek out confirmation of our own opinions and at the same time find new views and open our open one's eyes I think that uh, is 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 the thing that has has been the most gratifying to me as somebody who has watched these episodes over and over and over again since I was a kid and have, uh, you know, I've always had like a spreadsheet or an episode guide where I rave and rank. I do that in a vacuum a lot. And the, the, I love the fact that I can post a question about an episode that I've thought something about for 25 years, 20 years and get opinions and responses that genuinely surprise me. And make me like take a look again and challenge my own preconceptions about these things that I've long held for all these time, all these years. Um, that's been a huge help to me to keep Star Trek fresh. Like it makes me want to go back and look at it through fresh eyes. I remember when you or Cyber Honey or Jim from Trek Ranks or Alex Perry or somebody responds to a tweet and throws a different idea about an episode out there yeah and it makes me eager to go back and watch that episode again Mm -hmm. um that's that's been a huge contributor to like Mm -hmm. making me want to keep re-watching and keep keep it alive and not kind of put it in a corner someplace for a year and not really think about it and move on to other things it's this constant refresher of Mm -hmm. the whole thing um, that's been a huge, huge, huge benefit to me personally. Yeah. Do you think you would be rewatching as much then? 
No, I probably wouldn't. I think it keeps me. It's, it's an excuse to stay active <laughs> yeah, on Twitter, yeah. and it gives me a mechanism to like share what I'm doing, and it's an yeah. easy way for me to like lean into that engagement. Um, and it also constantly invites these alternate opinions and confirmations, like Jeff said, of my own things. I, you know, I, I love them both. I- Putting an opinion out there and having people go, yeah, I think that too. Of course, that's gratifying, and it's like, yeah. okay, I got that one right. Or there is no right or wrong, but the other people see it the same way is, mm-hmm. is really what it is. Um, but equally, you know, compelling and interesting is when people, you know, preferably politely and, const- and constructively disagree about mm-hmm. a, a topic or an episode or a character or a show. Um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of taught me that. You know, all of these episodes are liked by somebody, and all of these episodes are, you know, disliked by somebody. You know, Brandon Chamatala from many podcasts, Trek FM over the years, and um, like UFP is his current kind of network, loves the alternative factor. Loves it. Loves the lights of Zethar. <laughs> Never would have thought that was possible like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. And it, that's that just adds a lot of color and texture to the whole vibe of watching it and consuming mm-hmm. it and gives me you know lenses to watch these episodes through and i love discovering those uh, those opinions yeah and it's always it's always fun to hit that on a rewatch when you know a notorious episode is coming up and you know yep. like yeah brandon if brandon likes this episode you know i was like okay i'm gonna you know kind of at least give it a chance instead of just um yeah exactly. uh, writing it off uh because yeah yeah <laughs> when it's just your opinion and it's just you know constantly reinforced over the years it's so easy to get into a rut where you put on a show or a season or an episode like just to use like the lights of zitar if you have in your mind like oh this is the you know the shitty romance with scotty and that crewman yeah it's a bad horror story <laughs> you know if you have these things in your mind and they're never challenged or or, or you know you, you never have to reflect on them you, you kind of just passively watch it and you go this is the one i don't like yeah it, it, putting yourself out there and having this experience and hearing these opinions kind of challenges me never to do that you know when i sit down to watch the lights as etar especially in a rewatch to you know give it your attention and yeah give it a fresh shake uh, give it a fresh shake and you know see if you still feel the same way and try to look for the things that you know that other person yeah sees in it and try to try to you know capture some of that love that somebody else experiences even if i don't feel it myself like that i feel like that that allows me to approach this whole thing with fresh athletes so yeah yeah and and i think that is kind of simultaneously i mean while i'm sitting here praising it and it is it's the thing that keeps me doing these things yeah uh the, the 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 flip side the sort of dark underbelly of that is the you know, it's it's easy to get sucked into the, the the sort of negative Nancy kind of stuff. You know, and and it's it's all about how people frame it and how people approach it. You know, especially with new Star Trek, there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of people who you know don't like this, don't like that, and I respect you know well intentioned. Hey, it's not for me. This is why it's not for me. I'm willing to have that conversation all day long. Um, yeah, but you know you, the the. I don't want to dive too much into this because it's not, I don't want it to be a negative conversation, but you know, I think one of the lessons that I've learned is to not take the bait when, you know, I tweet something about say discovery just to throw something out there uh, that I love personally, that really 
speaks to me, and I, I, I genuinely enjoy it. But can be a hot topic uh, on in. It can be yeah, a hot topic. Yeah. Yeah, and to, to just kind of be prepared for somebody to voice a different opinion, and depending on how that opinion is shared, and you know what what that opinion is, uh, to either engage or to ignore it and not take the bait and not allow it to, you know, infringe on your own enjoyment or your own fandom. Just kind of let it let it sail by. Don't don't well, you know, let the pitch go by and don't. It's happening in it. chat right now. It's it's there's a great <laughs> example. Um, but yeah, that's just that's I guess a good lesson for people coming into the Star Trek community. It's it's um, uh, there are is there is going to be a difference in opinion, and I don't want that. And I and I and I hope that um, and new fans and new like people in this community don't take that to a negative space. It's okay um, to have a difference in opinion. That's that's the beauty of it, and that that's the way I see it. Um, and that's why I I don't have a, a really negative I've never really had a negative kind of interaction in the Star Trek community whether it be on Facebook or um, Twitter or anything like that I've definitely seen it um, it's definitely there I don't want to like just paint a picture of this as the Star Trek community is this happy hunky dory yeah. place um, there are some challenging conversations um, but again I think we gotta remember that that's the beauty of it um, so just remember that yeah, like right now, you know, so like you mentioned, you know, Cyber Honey's, you know, throwing out there. She's not a fan of yesterday's Enterprise, but so many Trekkies love that episode. And that's true. I, I, I might pick it as my, it might be my favorite of all. Uh, I mean, <laughs> sitting in the Trevor's long has been my, yeah, my number to, one yeah. of all time. But if it's not that, it probably is yesterday's Enterprise. But I love the fact that Cyber Honey has her reasons for not loving yesterday's Enterprise. I yeah. think that's that's why I'm here. I'm, I, you know, it'd be a boring existence if... You know, I, everybody had the exact same opinion mm-hmm. that I had, or that you had, or anybody had. I think that's that's what makes this whole thing worth talking about. Yeah, um, but I mean, we got to be honest. When we're when when a lot of people are very passionate about things, it can it can get heated at times. But again, yeah, we just got to remember, it's got to respect everyone's opinion. Yeah, absolutely, and it's that that's the whole kind of key. You know, Jim from Trek Ranks always because that that show. The, the genius of that show, I think, and the, the reason that it's so popular is that it, it's 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 so inviting of different opinions and and, and to to expose people's fandom in their own way. Like it, 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 yeah. it like the beauty of like top five lists and kind of picking favorites is it 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 speaks to what that person really loves like what mm-hmm. what really makes them tick with their fandom um and and the thing that he does well is he keeps it positive it's not about my top five's right and your top five's wrong or you know whose top five's better it's never about that and yeah. it's it's just a way to like initiate a discussion about what you love about star trek is all it is and that's to me like that that's the right approach for me like that's what keeps me here it's not about you know my analytical you know subjective is really objective view of episodes and shows is the correct view like that you can do that you can try to be a critic and do those sorts of you know analysis and some of those things can be really entertaining and produce good content but you know what drives me in my own experience is not so much that it's the let's talk about what we love and you know why it's different from what this other person loves yeah uh and, and see what makes each of us tick um 
there's a ton of that out there in these communities if you look for it and you find yourself in the right pool of people and avoid the little pitfalls and traps of um, yeah some of the more negative pockets of the community yeah yes <clears throat> have any of your opinions oh, changed time. Time. like how, how, yeah. how have you sh- how, I how think... has this experience changed your uh it's um it the star trek community forces me to be more objective there's episodes that i fall in love with i i there's i'm I'm more of a cheesy cornier guy so i might lean into that more than maybe the average fan does but it changes my perspective on a bunch of different episodes and it forces me to look at one objectively whether that be both ends of the spectrum, whether it be if it's a good episode, um, I, I even right now Cyber Honey's like, okay, maybe I'd go watch Yesterday's Enterprise and see it through yeah, that yeah. lens, or um, let he let he who is without sin. I, I I'm a little bit more warmer on that episode, but I know most people are not, so um, I just hit that on my rewatch, so that's why I kind of use that as an example. Um, but it forced me to be like, alright, Daniel, sit down, look at this objectively, don't try to keep um, your kind of um, preconceived notions about the episode aside, and just look at it. Again, this kind of comes back to what we've been talking about all along, but um, that's kind of one of the one of the lessons that I've um definitely learn from the Star Trek community and but also trying to find that balance of not being too influenced by the community because I think that can be dangerous as well although they do force me to kind of look at an episode with objective eyes and also I I, I don't want to um, I'll use um, Cat's Paw as as one it's one of the or Spock's brain, whatever, whatever episode episode is cited as one of the just absolute stinkers of that series and that show. I, I still try to push that aside as well, um, and just kind of look look at it for what it is. So it's 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 a balance. It's definitely a balance for sure. Yeah, I, I echo that, and I think one of the things you've kind of taught me because you always embrace this way of looking at it. You, you're really good at stopping me when I say, well, what's your favorite or what do you, what, what, what's your, if I ask those kinds of questions, you're like, best or favorite? And like yeah. kind of that's another splicing thing. <laughs> those two things. That's a whole conversation there. Yeah. And like that, that's, that kind of approach gives you the space to be like, yeah, I know that he was with that sin, you know, the, 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 the fandom response to it and the, uh, all, all, the, the reason it's disliked by so many people, there's valid things in there, but there are things in it that because of your own personal taste and, you know the, exactly. the kinds of the kind of humor that works for you, and the kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. silly stuff that works for you. You you find yeah. things in it that you like, so that gives you like a way to kind of get it out and say, yeah, I kind of know it's not great, but I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah, and I, I need to be more creative with that myself. I think I've always struggled with kind of splicing those two things. And um, yeah, but yeah. that's kind of the something that's, and we can kind of talk about this, but this is. That's something in the Star Trek community where we, like, there's there's terminology in the Star Star Trek community that we, that we use, uh, and I think uh, my hope is that it's just kind of a way to um, get the conversation and get the ball rolling, uh, and not just like label something. So um, yeah, 
yeah that's that's kind of the thing it's it's um i i'm not saying uh favorite and best is is bad it's just i think it's a great way to just start uh kind of a conversation yeah yeah it, it creates a window for some nuance in the conversation yeah to, to give you a way to talk about an episode in a way that's not just simplistic you know, up down, which we do at the same time. We just did see. And I was just gonna say, yeah, but then we just flip the script and just do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of another thing to embrace. Like, you can do it all. All these things are possible. Yeah. You don't have to be exclusive <laughs> to one thing or another. You don't have to be, you know, super analytical and 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 you know, be a critic all the time. You can do that. You can try to take that approach. When I rewatched, I try to do that to some extent. I try to look for, you know, the 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 sort of objective what really works what what maybe doesn't hold up as well um yeah and kind of meld it with my own subjective taste um but i i i think it's important for me to avoid falling into a trap of being exclusively you know rigidly yeah one thing you know be able to do all these different ways of yeah, because it's so big. There's so much of it, and we love it so much. If you're here watching Trek Live, I'm presuming that you really like Star Trek. It takes up a sizable percentage of what goes on in your head. Yeah. And if that's the case, then it, it can be a lot of different things, and you can find fun and different ways to sort of approach it. And mm-hmm. uh, that keeps it fresh and exciting and allows you to engage with more people. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But that's that's the beauty of it, though. You you can be those those things where you, you your favorite yeah. is something. It's it's yeah. That's yeah. kind of the beauty beauty of of this community for sure. Absolutely, it is. It's <clears throat> what keeps me here. Um, yeah, that'd be. I, yeah, that's why we do. That's why at least I, I work so hard to do. Or both Bill and I work so hard to. Um, uh, do the pre-recorded stuff, even when we got like busy stuff in our personal lives, to be able to put that out there and have that interaction uh, with you guys, and that's what that's what gets me up in the morning. Um, I don't know if you guys know my schedule, but it is Pretty early. Early, yeah, yeah, especially on the weekends. Um, but this, the being able to interact and contribute to this community, that's what gets me up in the morning. So, um, yeah, yeah, I I think. <laughs> The one of the one of the reasons that I was so drawn to doing this to kind of transition it maybe a little bit to our own specific experience with Trek Live mm. um, is that I was drawn to the idea of doing it live um, and and allowing for the more fluid, relaxed, um, you know, open-ended kinds of conversations, and 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 combine that with. The potential for interaction people will be able to come in and hopefully maybe because it's more loose and relaxed and yeah yeah you know, as it's happening it's easier to feel like hey they get to know us and maybe we and i feel like that's been pretty successful i think we've gotten to know a, a, a little batch of people over the years and it's grown our sort of um our own personal community we have a discord server that jeff mentioned in the twitter chat you know he you know, he's a member of that and mm. uh, talks about, I uh, got to mention your Discord, a positive place where we can both agree and disagree respectfully. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that has grown into another place where people have gotten to know each other and uh, it's, it's a place to bounce ideas and, you know, share a thought when you're watching an episode and um, share an opinion. I really love this one. I didn't love this one. Uh, and yeah. to have a conversation. And I, I, I like to think that I, I hope that one of the things that might, 
set us apart a little bit and make it a little easier for people to engage with us is that it's live and it's happening as it's happening and you click a link and hey these people are like right now talking and i can chime in and chat with them mm-hmm. uh that hopefully maybe that drew a few people in and um i'm grateful for the folks like who are here right now in the chat and watching talk away amongst themselves and to us uh and over the years who we've gotten to know and mm-hmm. like i said are a part of our, our server and search our community yeah 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 it's been it's been really gratifying and uh, empowering to you know have the fandom sort of my own personal fandom be you know re-energized and like pumped full of fresh new life uh over the years yeah. by these kinds of things. yeah definitely echo that sentiment definitely uh thankful for um, again, yeah, all the all the people that we've met and, and heard from and listened to. So, yes, good stuff. Yeah, it is definitely. <clears throat> um, yeah. I, any other thoughts? Any other pieces th- of? I don't think so. Um, I'm just excited to um, and and would encourage to everyone out there just keep. Um, getting involved in the community and then um hopefully when everything open up opens up uh this community can kind of um transition to maybe in person um but again just to encourage people to um i don't know keep uh contributing and keep having these discussions um and keep growing the community because it's a good one for sure it is, and maybe maybe the, a way to end it would be to say, you know, because people like you and people like me, there was a time, like you kind of alluded to before you tweeted that Star Trek Beyond review, that you were not engaged. No, but you were kind know. of passively watching. And if you're out there and you watch, you stumble into Trek Live, and you're watching this, or you're listening to it on the podcast feed, and you're not out there, yeah, take a shot. You know, create a Twitter account, put yourself out there, respond to things, mm-hmm. interact, share your thoughts on something. Uh, you you do you really don't know. Uh, the, the the positive benefits that may come out of that the people you're going to get to know the uh, you know it's a welcoming place if you if you find the right <laughs> the, the right little window of people I think yeah. especially really welcoming it's it's welcoming across the board uh, if if you have strong opinions or you have things that really drive you to Star Trek you'll find other people who feel the same way but um, it's it's I don't think you would regret it um, no so if if you're out there and you haven't done it yet I think I think we can both not to speak for you, but I, speaking for myself, I, I can, I would strongly encourage, you know, if you love Star Trek and you, you you're drawn to consume things like this, like Trek Live and mm-hmm. any other thing like it, you know, so put yourself out there and share your, yeah, your own fandom, and it'll pay off. Yep. I think the uh, the only thing, the only Star Trek content that that I think we should mentioned is Trek Ranks uh, because I think there was a good topic this week Um, uh, and one of our at least more localized um, Star Trek community members were on that show so um, definitely go check that out yeah Caleb who's a member of our Discord server and comes to our Trek After Dark hangouts another really good opportunity to connect with people Um, we can boast for a second Um, was a guest on the latest episode of Trek Ranks which is a the TOS Guilty Pleasures yeah. episode. Um, so definitely would point everybody that way. I think it's sort of the, like I said, I, I think Trek Ranks in general, the, the sort of model of that show is that it's so 
inclusive and uh, in terms of embracing people's love of the different aspects of Star Trek. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a place for positivity and it's welcoming and <laughs> it's a good place to start for sure. I yeah. Think. Um, there's a magic sauce to that show <laughs> that really works on that level. Um, All right. Yeah, that about wraps it up, I think. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week, hopefully, to get um, back into the swing of things. Um, I think it was fun to have Bill um, do his kind of solo thing. I think that was really fun. Hopefully, we do that more in the future. Um, and then the next in the, in the coming weeks, uh, get back in the swing of things of um, doing a weekly show. Yeah, I think we should be pretty... Our schedules are pretty open. I think there's a weekend coming up where I make it a solo thing or yeah. something. I'm not sure what we'll do yet. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, through the early part of the summer, we should be pretty um, full speed ahead and yeah. should have a pretty consistent schedule. I yep. think personal lives can be unexpected and things can certainly pop up. But sure. in the short term, I think we'll be we'll be around. Yeah. Yeah, that about wraps it up. You guys know the drill. The discussion doesn't add up to stop here. I encourage you to go get involved in the commu- in the Star Trek community. Keep the discussion alive. Um, we love to hear from you guys. So um, Twitter and Discord are probably two, two big ones uh, with um, keeping that discussion going. Um, again, we'll be back next week. Uh, I want to thank all of you for watching and being a part of this great Star Trek community. Um, see you guys next week. Hey, this is Trek Live Dan again. Like I said before, the discussion does not have to stop here. Come over to our Twitter, Facebook, and our Discord channel to keep the Star Trek discussion alive. See you guys next time.